0: line podcast hey what's going on this is the bottom line podcast presented by anchor.fm your home for sports and entertainment talk jimmy finnizzi neilville piano with you we hope you're doing well as always thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to take a listen we truly appreciate it. You already know what it is. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at bottomline WMCX on Twitter at the MVP show and on Instagram at nvpqb 11. Use the hashtag bottom line. And as always, if you like what you're seeing on YouTube, drop a like and a comment down below and please subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss an episode of on all audio listening platforms. Just include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. Neil, it's a big week. The draft is here for the NFL. First and foremost, yeah. how's everything with you? First of all, you gotta
1: slow down with your intro. You gotta slow it down a little bit, man. I cannot, I personally cannot keep up with how much you gotta say. Slow it down a little bit. Let the let the listeners, let them let them feel into the episode. Let let them. What can them what understand. can I say, man?
0: What can I say?
1: Yeah, but no, I'm I'm doing well today. Mm. Uh, it's a nice day. i was supposed to be 85 degrees out today, Oof. which is nuts. Mm. It's absolutely nuts. Feeling like definitely summer gonna, already. Oh yeah, definitely gonna take advantage of it. I'm happy. Um, My Brooklyn Nets clinched the playoff spot last night, Yes, um, which is, I mean, not a surprise, obviously. But considering that they're the first in the Eastern Conference and they're a game and a half um, in front of the Sixers for first place in the Eastern Conference, um, that makes me happy. Uh, The Devils finally won a game uh, last night, (laughs) finally broke that losing streak, so they won't be tying Buffalo, which is good um don't really care about the draft at all when it comes to the nhl wherever we finish is wherever we finish um whatever pick we get is what pick we get um yeah and i'm just uh moving and grooving um i'm finally gonna have an episode of double state of mind where i'm not gonna be totally depressed for 30 minutes so right i actually have something positive to talk about but no i'm I'm doing well um the yankees are still kind of screwing around with whatever they're doing um even though they did but they didn't win last night. Yeah, they did win last yeah, but night.
0: 5-1 they won the
1: last um, night. You know, Pittsburgh Pirates, game over 500, being ultra competitive, which is fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the draft, obviously, the NFL draft is tomorrow um, or at the time of this recording, Thursday. Um, yes. And, you know, I think for the first time in a while, I'm going to be intrigued about not necessarily the first round, but more like the second to seventh rounds because there's a lot of names that I really, like, I watched in college and I'm like, I'd be curious to see where they end up if they end up getting drafted and you know look there's going to be a lot of talent that's not going to get drafted that's right. still going to probably yeah. be signed literally moments after the draft ends because that's how it works but there are going to be some i mean there are some questions in the first like 10 picks of this draft. i mean we're getting rumors every day yeah <laughs> about you know this guy's getting drafted oh um the Dolphins may not draft the wide receiver they may this, go this,
0: this team's trading up this team's trading down. This team's trying
1: rules. to trade back up uh, every, yeah. everything and uh <laughs> it's, it's gonna good. be it's gonna be fun but I think it's not gonna be as I don't think it's gonna be as dramatic as people are making it out to be I think it's gonna right. be a lot like last year where there just isn't a lot of movement but I could be wrong I totally could be wrong I could be totally wrong but uh yeah, we'll see. I'm doing well excited to uh do this episode um how about you how you doing today
0: I'm, I, know I'm I
1: know your back's not doing that well. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, besides my lower back giving me issues, yeah. I, I can't complain too you spend,
1: much. You're, you're spending way too much time carrying me on your back, you know, carrying me to uh to glory here. You're putting the, you're putting the whole team on your back, and that's that's what happened.
0: You could say that much, but no. It, it also is this, besides my back giving me Bit of issues. Not too bad though today. I'm actually doing pretty well. I'm asked for the draft to get started at the time of this recording. It's April 28th, 2021. The draft is tomorrow, April 29th. So for this episode, Neil and I will be going over the first round of the draft. We'll give you our picks of who goes where. And we will also talk about a couple of teams who we think are under the most pressure going in. Into- and I just wanted
1: to also say really quick, uh, probably tomorrow afternoon, I'm probably going to uh, be posting on my Twitter and also maybe my Instagram um, my I guess I guess I'll go like my 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 t- my first round uh, projections right? like my mock draft yes. so to speak I think I'll just I don't know how I'm gonna do it um, but uh, I'll figure it out and go from there but that there th- I'll have that out um, and then you guys can tell me that I'm full of it but you know let'll <laughs> see I'm not. I'm not one of those people that's heavily invested in the draft, especially as I've gotten older. I don't find it as I mean, it's not that I don't find it interesting. It's just that, like, there's so many players and there's so many things that I just, you know, it's like, hey, you know, whoever they draft is whoever they draft. I mean, the Giants drafted Andrew Thomas with the
0: fourth overall
1: pick last year. year. Um, Nobody could have predicted that at all. Um, nobody could have predicted the giants taking Daniel Jones at six, a couple of years ago.
0: That's so, true. I mean, it, it's true.
1: The, the draft is a crap shoot. Honestly, it's a crap yes. shoe. whatever, you know, it's, it's all about when these guys get on the field is when it matters.
0: Yep. Nope. You're, you're hundred percent right. We'll see how it all plays out for these guys, but there's a lot of a lot young of talent of, yeah. in this draft. It's really going to be exciting stuff. So without further ado, let's get started here. We're going to go through, like I said, the first round, we'll give you our predictions of who goes where. And then after that we'll talk about a couple of teams who we think are under the most <laughs> And just to cla-
1: just to be clear to everybody, uh Jimmy had originally decided that we were going to do only the first 11 picks. And <laughs> yes. I was like and I was like, "Well, why don't we do uh why don't we do a first round? We're kind of leaving a lot yeah. of teams we, out like we might as well, right? a lot of teams out here." We might you know, as well. I'm sure, look, we have a lot of we have a we have friends that are fans of some teams that we're leaving out. So, I mean, yes. you know, no, Devin's, that, a that Colts is fan. True. Devin's a Colts fan. I think he would like to know where we think the Colts are going to what the Colts are going to do.
0: Yep, that, that is that is 100% true. And you and, got uh, you got my yeah, Raiders. We, we, we want to leave these people You're going to Ra- leave the Raiders out at 18?
1: <laughs> just not going to talk about it?
0: No, you're right. That's- you're right. And by the way, I just want to state for the record that I do apologize in advance if I screw up any names that I will say going forward in this episode. So I do apologize in advance for that. But anyway, with that being said, let's get started here. So... Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm also
1: going to say really quick again, sorry, Jimmy, but uh, just so that you guys understand, the way we're going to do this for for each pick is that, you know, it's either going to be Jimmy says it first or I say it first, and then one of us says it second. We just go back and forth. And we may be totally parallel with who we think is going to be taken, or we may not, depending on how we feel.
0: Well, I don't think we need to be parallel with these first two picks here because we all know who's going where here. Jaguars, duh, Trevor Lawrence. New York Jets, duh, Zach Wilson. But here's the kicker here. What are the 49ers going to do here? Well, I th- well, I think I have the simple solution here. I think the San Francisco 49ers with the third pick in the 2021 NA- NFL draft are going to select
1: is in June, Jimmy, is yeah. in June. Relax. I
0: almost said it, almost relax. said it. I relax. stopped myself there. You're
1: not Thank getting you. the first overall pick again, okay? Relax. Like <laughs> I and, had to stop
0: I had to stop myself yourself. there quick. But anyway, yourself. The San Francisco 49ers, to me, are going to select Mac Jones. I know there are a lot of questions about his mobility. I get it. But you can't deny that he's got one hell of an arm. And I think the 49ers are going to be looking at that and saying, you know what, with that cannon of an arm, we might get somewhere. And I know there's been a lot of questions about whether Jimmy Garoppolo is going to stay there or not. But my assumption is if they draft Mac Jones, it looks like Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to last much longer there. So we'll see what happens there. But with the third pick, I think the 49ers are going to take Mac Jones out of Alabama.
1: So I guess I'm going to do the first three picks. Okay. Um, <laughs> was I thought we were just gonna go one, 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 two, two. I, I thought we were doing it that way. Anyway, it's totally fine. So yeah, with the with the first pick, again, not surprisingly, it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence unless something comes up within the next twenty-four hours that completely changes it. Right. I mean, you know, it could be like a draft day type of uh, type of story you know where the Browns did not select uh Bo Callahan with the first overall pick and they and Bo Callahan dropped um I don't think it's going to happen here no look Trevor Lawrence obviously is number one quarterback probably number one prospect in in this draft and you know look Urban Meyer uh he wouldn't have taken his job if he wasn't certain about Trevor Lawrence and so Urban Meyer is going to get himself a really 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 good quarterback that he can groom into and plus you know Trevor Lawrence is a type of quarterback that works well probably in a system that Urban Meyer has that yes. spread offense, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens once he gets into it. But Jaguars fans are going to be very excited to get Trevor Lawrence and kind of begin that, that new era, so to speak. And um, mm. I'm kind of curious to know if the, um, if, I think Gardner Minshew is still with the Jaguars at the moment. I, I could be wrong about I that. I believe
0: but, he. I believe he is. Let me find that out. You know,
1: and quick. and if he is, I'll be curious to see like if the Jaguars keep. I, I would personally keep him as the backup because I mean he's proven that he can play. He can play in the NFL and he's been able to do things. So I mean
0: he he, he is still with the team, right? Fans.
1: And if you don't feel comfortable throwing Trevor Lawrence right into it right away, you know sometimes they, quarterbacks don't do that. You gotta relatively veteran quarterback in uh, Gardner Minshew that you can kind of throw in there for the first couple of games and go from there. But right. We'll see. but going at number two, I don't, first of all, I think the jets made the ultimate mistake already in training Sam Donald. I don't think it was Thank fair. You. I don't think it was fair to trade him, but I get it. You know, if you're Joe Douglas, you have no relationship with Sam Donald. You didn't draft him. So you have the easiest job of just moving on from him. And also you're getting, you have a new head coach. So in that sense, it makes sense that they want to, you know, start with their own. They want to start with a clean slate and go from there. Right. And that's really this is where Joe Douglas really this is kind of where he's starting out. I mean, this is technically like year one, if you want to say, considering uh, everything that's happened the last couple of years with Adam Gay. So this is kind of, you know, this is his first head coach and everything like that. Um, you know, again, from a lot of the mock drives, I don't agree I don't think that Zach Wilson is the right fit for the Jets. I really don't. I don't. I'm not really that impressed with Zach Wilson. He doesn't wow me. Mm-hmm. To me, I think he's just um, a little bit better than a, like a Johnny Manziel. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not convinced. But I do. Pro- I do expect the Jets to probably take Zach Wilson. All we're hearing, they love him. They went to his um, his pro day and he balled out. I mean, they 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 feel that with Zach Wilson. Um, they can really do some things uh, and that'll be, that'll be that. So I think the jets wind up taking Zach Wilson. Now with, with the Niners pick, you know, again, very interesting because when the Niners traded up with Miami to get this pick um, the immediate assumption is that they were going to take a quarterback. Right. And again, I don't think that they're not going to take a quarterback, I think they will because otherwise why would you trade up unless, exactly. unless there's like a prospect, like a Jamar chase, um, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, even maybe a Penny Sewell. If there's somebody there that you feel like that where you were picking, you were not going to be able to necessarily get at your original position, then okay. But considering how close it is to the beginning of the first round, it only makes sense that it's going to be a quarterback. And I don't think the Niners feel confident with Jimmy Garoppolo, not because of his talent. I think Jimmy Garoppolo could certainly play in the National Football League. I just think that because of the fact that he's gotten injured so many times over the last couple of years, I think that there is a cause for concern as to whether or not they feel comfortable having Jimmy Garoppolo long-term. Um, And as far as what quarterback they take, again, I don't think Matt Jones is as good as people say he is, because I think he's more of a product of playing for Alabama. And the last time an Alabama quarterback came into the NFL and was good was all the way back in the late sixties. And that was Ken Stabler. And even Mm -hmm. before that it was Joe Namath. But other than that, there just hasn't been that many quarterbacks in Alabama that came into the league. I mean, does Richard Todd doesn't really count in my opinion. I mean, he had a solid career with the jets, but I still don't think that that's that. Um, But again, I'm just going off of what everybody has been saying and what information that I have. And I think that it's going to most likely be Mac Jones. So I would agree with all three first, um, the first three picks with you, Jimmy. I think that it's going to go that way. And this is going to be a very top uh, quarterback heavy top 10. Um, Mm. And we'll obviously get through that. But, you know, when you look at, and I don't know if you want me to jump into the next Couple of picks, Jimmy. I guess I guess we'll go through the next three. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting because with Atlanta picking fourth, we've heard rumors that they may trade down. Yep. Which makes sense because if they don't want to necessarily pick a quarterback to maybe replace Matt Ryan down the road, or maybe they're not totally wild about anybody available, which I don't know why they wouldn't be wild about someone like Kyle Pitts right um, <laughs> yeah you know, exactly. they could very well trade down and get more picks which you know it's fine I mean look they got a new head coach in Artur Smith and honestly I think that the Falcons want to give Matt Ryan and maybe even Julio Jones an opportunity to work together with Arthur Smith well that, even that's though, if they
0: don't trade Julio even Jones, though, though right, I was just gonna get to that even that though Julio Jones might be traded
1: right even though Julio Jones could very well be on the move but that's not gonna be till June so right, a lot yeah. of things could happen between now June 1st, uh, they're in a tough situation um, financially with their salary cap. So, I mean, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily um, surprise me that much if that ended up being the case. But right. I'm going to say the Falcons do not trade. I don't think okay. they will. I think they'll stay right at four, and I think they're going to take Kyle Pitts. They need that impact tight end. They need an impact player. You know, look, they have Calvin Ridley. They still have Julio Jones, even though, obviously, in some degree, he's not the same player he once was. And Matt Ryan is still a very solid quarterback. He's not, he's not, you know, he's not showing his age by any means. Um, so I think Arthur Smith wants to get Matt Ryan another big time weapon to kind of go from there. Him being an offensive guy, I think it just makes sense. So I think that the Falcons will end up taking Kyle Pitts at number four. And this is again where it gets really, really interesting because the Bengals at five could go any way shape or form in this situation mm. they could go wide receiver they could go offensive lineman to protect Joe Burrow I mean you just saw what happened to Joe Burrow in his rookie year I mean tore his ACL mm. you know you don't want that to happen again no could they could they possibly trade down maybe if they get a really good offer they may very well do that Um, but again I don't think the Bengals will trade I think they'll end up staying at five and I think they're going to end up taking Jamar chase. I think when they look at it, I, you know, it's really tough because Penny Sewell, the issue with him is his, is his, his attitude, you know, his personality. A lot of people are skeptical about it. To me, it's, it's, you know, he's still a tremendous offensive lineman. So you kind of have to kind of have to go with that. But Jamar chase, I think when you look at the weapons that Joe Burrow has, and obviously he lost someone like John Ross, uh, the free agency you ended up going to the Giants. Uh, AJ Green is gone. Um, you know you don't you don't have a lot of big time talent at the wide receiver group, and I think you need to give um, Joe Burrow an opportunity with some good weapons. And also, look, there are some other offensive linemen in the late first round, and even in the next couple of rounds after that, that you could probably get, and you could work into it as well. Hell, there's even some free agents out there that you could probably go out and get as well if you want to do it that way. Right. So you don't have to necessarily spend big draft capital on one big time offensive lineman. I mean, you, you could do it like the Cowboys did for, for a handful of years. They just scouted so many offensive linemen that they just drafted a bunch and eventually they were able to create one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Not nowadays, but for the last couple of years, last couple of years of Jason Garrett's tenure, that was the case. But so I'm going to say Cincinnati goes and gets Jamar chase. I think that that's gotta okay. be it. I, I think it would be, Really surprising if Jamar Chase fell out of the top five. Um, because again, you know, the Falcons could very well decide to take Jamar Chase at four. So we'll say, but here comes pick number six, the Dolphins. They traded out of the first, first 10 picks with San Francisco. Then they traded back into the top 10 with the Eagles because the Eagles decided to do whatever they want to do. I don't, I still don't really get what exactly they're doing but we'll have Garrett Novak explain to us, which he may not be able to tell us either. But look at the Dolphins again. Could they go wide receiver? Maybe. Could they go offensive lineman? Maybe. Could they trade down? I don't think they're going to trade down because no. if they just traded back, why there, would they no trade, way trade, trade back trade down, down again? Down Unless they just want to keep getting more picks. Which again is also <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> fine. Also fine. Because you could also trade for an impact player on someone's roster for a boatload of picks as well. As we literally just saw last week with Orlando Brown going to the Chiefs for several first round picks, Mm. which was honestly, that is one of the only times I'm not mad that somebody traded a boatload of first round picks to get somebody because Orlando Brown is one of the top five offensive linemen and he's going to be blocking Patrick Mahomes' blindside. Yeah. That right there is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. That was. Awesome, if, really. If,
0: stupid. if you're the Ravens, though, I don't know why you gave him. Well, was a really that, that, stupid that's, that's another by the rant Ravens. for another day.
1: I don't really know what the Ravens were are trying to accomplish, but it's fine. Anyway, Dolphins at number six. I honestly believe this might be a hot take, but I honestly mm-hmm. believe that they will take Penny Sewell at six. Oh, I think that they will take Penny Sewell. Okay. I think that. They see, you know, they need to get more protection for Tua. They could very well go out and, and then, then draft a, a top wide receiver, which is fine. They could do that too. But I think that, again, the most important position in, in, the, in football, in my opinion, is the offensive line. You need to have a good offensive line. And, yes. the, and look, look what the Dolphins just did yesterday. They just traded Eric Flowers. They traded yep. Eric Flowers back to Washington. Yep. So, in my opinion... That's where Penny Penny Sewell and Eric Flowers play the same position. That's why I think that they're doing it. They wouldn't do that if they didn't think that they would probably want to move and get, you know, Penny Sewell, who could be a better offensive lineman. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. And obviously you look at Eric Flowers, he goes back to Washington. Hell, that's where he was able to resurrect his career, so to speak. You know, obviously he's become a lot better um, playing at that left tackle position in Washington. Um, But anyway. I do think that the Dolphins are going to end up taking Penny Sewell at number six. So so my my next three picks, like I said, are Falcons taking Kyle Pitts, um, Jamar Chase going number five to Cincinnati, and then Penny Sewell going six to Miami.
0: Well, I'm in agreement with you on the Falcons here taking Kyle Pitts. I do think that the Falcons do need another explosive weapon, especially at the tight end position. And with Kyle Pitts at the helm, Matt Ryan definitely has another option there. So I'm in agreement with you. there, I I don't think the
1: Falcons are fully ready to to move on from Matt Ryan. I think he's got like two or three more years left. Oh yeah. No, no. I a
0: hundred percent agree.
1: And I think it doesn't hurt them to necessarily go out and just try to get some impact players to help Matt Ryan.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Exactly. So we're in agreement on there, but we might have differences with these next two picks here. (laughs) I actually have the Bengals at five taking Penny Sewell. Now I get it. You mentioned the attitude problem with him. I totally understand where you're coming from with that, but at the end of the day, look, you do not want to have another catastrophic injury to Joe Burrow again. Yep. So you need to draft an offensive lineman to protect Joe Burrow at all costs. Do it by any means necessary. I have Penny Sewell going at number five to the Cincinnati Bengals. And at number and, six. And
1: that's not a bad, that's not like a hot take either, because right. I don't think Penny Sewell is falling out of the top ten. Right, no, I mean, no, no. He, does he have attitude problems? Yeah, but here's the thing. When you look at that, that's like the only negative he has, which could also be a very big negative, but he, it could totally change once he gets to the league. Mm. So, I yeah, mean, it's, he's an offensive lineman, and you don't, you know, it's hard not to want to pass up on an offensive lineman.
0: Mm. No, no, you're right. And this may be a surprise here to you, but at six, I think the Dolphins are taking, are taking Jalen Waddell. I think they're taking Jalen Waddle. I think that okay, they're going to get another wide receiver weapon.
1: I did hear. I did hear some rumors about that.
0: I did yeah, hear that I, the I've Dolphins, been like
1: it. out of all the receivers, they prefer Jalen Waddle, which is kind of a just kind of a surprise. I mean, if Jalen Waddle goes to six, mm. that kind of puts the Giants in a very difficult spot at eleven.
0: Yeah, it does. Then, I'll you know, I'll, I'll, options- I'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. But here's why I have. I like in- that.
1: I still like that pick, Here's why I I
0: have the Dolphins taking him. Multiple scouts have described him as explosive. He is very fast after catching the football, which is great. The Dolphins need that type of speed, especially at the wide receiver position. His speed has been compared to Tyreek Hill, which... I'm not going to make that comparison yet. Let's see how he does on the field first, then talk to me. But I'm not going to make that comparison yet.
1: You must have been watching the ESPN draft special last night because that's literally the same thing <laughs> that I heard.
0: I, I I pay attention. I take notes. You pay attention. Good. Here, here's the other thing, and I I also wrote this down here. He averaged 44 and a half yards per catch on his 17 career touchdown grabs at Alabama. His 24.4 yards per punt return in 2019 was the third highest since FBS and FCS split in 1978 and by the way thanks to a Jordan Renan for that stat courtesy of ESPN but get I away, Jordan take notes but we got we got to get we got to get, jo- get
1: Jordan Renan on this podcast we got we got to talk to we got to get Jordan Renan on here
0: that, that'd be really cool we got to reach actually. out to him
1: that'd be cool especially after
0: the draft we got we got to get him on here exactly but yes. um but but no because of those statistics right there I have the dolphins taking Jalen Waddle so like now that. I, I
1: honestly, honestly, I like that a lot. All right. I okay. like that a lot. I okay. do. And even and like, even if the Giants get Jalen Waddell, I mean, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be upset.
0: <laughs> because
1: at least I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, he got a playmaker for Daniel Jones.
0: Good mm-hmm. on you. That's true. Unless Devontae
1: Smith is still there, then I'd have an issue with it.
0: Oh, that's that's true. We'll,
1: we'll get to that. We'll get to that in, in, in a little bit.
0: Yeah, that is true. We're, we're now, at seven. Now, right? here 70. is where... I might have a bit of a hot take here. Another one. So this so the Lions are drafting seventh, right? I have them taking Rashawn Slater. I have them taking the offensive tackle out of Northwest. Here's, here's why. Bruh. here's yeah, why. I know. Let me let me what? explain. Let me explain myself. Woo. I have my notes here. Let me explain.
1: Here's his notes.
0: He can play every position on the line. Okay. And where does Jared Goff need help most? Protection receivers, and receivers. Receivers. Too, I, I, I get, that, I get it. I get <laughs> they it. He just like receivers. Kenny
1: Galladay they go out the window. So I, mean, I get it. Just...
0: I get it. He needs receivers, but what do quarterbacks need more of? Protection. And Rashawn Slater, a guy who could play almost every position on the offensive line, might just be able to help out Jared Goff. So ooh. it's a hot take. Ooh. I get it. You can crucify me for it if I'm wrong. And I crucify I will,
1: you. It's just surprising. Most,
0: most most likely, I will be wrong. But even still. I have shot Slater going to Detroit at seven. Yep. Let's go to Carolina now at number eight. I have them taking Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. Now, listen, there's been a lot of questions. Unfortunately, Caleb
1: Farley, I believe also, he just tested positive for COVID-19 as well.
0: He did. I found that he out did. this
1: morning, unfortunately. Uh, but I, I think he's okay. I think he's... I think he's just Oh yeah you know, from, from from what I heard he's he's doing
0: perfectly fine. He has a little You kill
1: Farley is such a fascinating like situation because before he got hurt he was mm. honestly considered to be like the top quarterback in in the draft. Yeah. Um and and unfortunately even when he got uh injured in his pro day, I believe he got injured his pro day. Yes. You know, he a lot of people even have him falling out of the top 15. Mm. So that's kind of a Well, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was falling that far. I wouldn't be surprised if a team tried to trade up or into the, you know, into that, um, that spot to uh, take him.
0: mm, No, you're right. Listen, that that's exactly what I was going to get into. I get there's There's a a lot of questions about his medical history because he just recently had back surgery. As we talked about earlier, he got hurt. But listen, the Panthers need help on defense, especially at the corner position. I like them taking Caleb Farley at number eight from Virginia Tech. Now we go to Denver. <laughs> Freaking Denver. Freaking Denver. I mean, listen, take a they're, quarterback they're, and really throw I don't even off. know. Take I don't even know if they trust Drew Locke at this point. I don't, don't trust him. Nobody
1: trusts Drew Locke. I, I don't
0: I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, with that being said, I have them taking Trey Lance. I, I have up taking Trey Lance I out of North Dakota State. I think he is yeah. a much better option. And look. Again, Drew Locke. I think is any probably,
1: quarterback in this draft is a better option than um <laughs> than, than that is true. Than
0: but look, I Drew love Locke. the way that I love the way that Trey Lance played. I love his dynamic. I love it's his like one arm. Game. I love his mobility. <laughs> he will he will be a much better option than Drew Locke. Drew Locke is probably gonna get up on out of there any sometime soon. So at number nine, I love Trey Lance out of North Dakota State going to Denver. Do you yeah. want to
1: do do you want to do number 10 just to kind of finish out the top 10? Go ahead. Yeah, 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 of course. Do number
0: 10. Because and then, I... I'll, and then I'll do Yeah, do number Look, 10. The Dallas Cowboys, listen. And
1: this is fun too by the way I've because heard... if you think about
0: it, 10, 11, 12 is all NFC Lease teams. <laughs> it's true. Well, listen, I've heard I've heard a lot what? about the Cowboys should get another weapon for Dak Prescott. I get it, but in my opinion, no. They shouldn't. Because offensively, you're already stacked. Your defense was atrocious last year. Twenty eighth ranked defense in the entire NFL. One of the worst defenses in the history. It only, it only got better as this,
1: at, it only got better in the last like four or five games of last year.
0: Exactly. It only oh, got better. Oh, and by the way, uh, Sean Lee just retired, so they Damn. need help on defense. Damn, effing. So I was actually
1: hoping, like, because he was a free agent, I believe, and I was hoping that the Giants would take a flyer on him because i think that would i mean because we need linebacker help and i was like you know i feel like him being a leader on this team like i know you got blake martinez but if you also have sean lee i get it he's he's he can't stay healthy we've seen that but mm-hmm. i still thought it would have been a nice uh addition for like one year
0: but yep no it's that's, that's a fair point but me well, playing
1: fantasy gm over here <laughs>
0: <laughs> well look with the dallas cowboys they need help on defense so with that being said I like them taking J.C. Horn, the cornerback, out of South Carolina. Because here's the thing. I like it. He fits what they need the most. The Cowboys defense allowed the most points in franchise history last year, including 34 touchdown passes. 34. Hell, Hell, they made Daniel Jones look good. 27 of them were from wide receivers. Okay? So that just shows you how much they need help at the cornerback position. But they need help everywhere on defense, but in, in my opinion, the, the most important position that the Cowboys need help on defense is the cornerback position, so J.C. Horn would be a tremendous fit for the Dallas Cowboys. I like him going at number 10 to Dallas. Neil?
1: Yeah, no, it's, that's good. So we'll go back to, obviously, seven for me. Um, you know, the Lions, man, they're, they're interesting because, look, <laughs> we just talked about it. I think the biggest area, as much as I agree with offensive line, I think the biggest area has got to be wide receiver because, okay. you know, I don't know. It just, you know, look, you still Rashad Bateman in the second round. So I right. mean, the Lions could very well decide we're not going to take wide receiver now. We're going to, we're going to back off that and probably try to get Bateman in the second round. Cause I, you know, that's just the way I look at it. And Bateman's going to be a good player nonetheless. Um, and because of that, I'm actually going, you know, you kind of changed my mind a little bit. I'm actually going to agree with you. Ooh. On pick number seven, I'm gonna agree with you on pick number seven because I, I think that they really look at it and they say they want to try to protect, um, you know, Jared Goff and they want to give him, you know, a chance. And they, and they may fall back into wide receiver at pick number, uh, whatever they have. And I don't even know if they have a second round pick, but you know, they very well could look at it in the second round and be like, hey, let's go get, you know, Rashad Bateman, somebody else, uh, Rondell Moore, um who also I think has really upped his draft stock since his pro day. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to go with that because I think that, I don't know, that just seems like to me that makes a a lot of sense with that pick. Now, at number eight, this is really interesting. I want to agree with you with Caleb Farley, but I think he's going to fall. I really do because of that injury and everything like that. And also there's some other guys out there that are really interesting. Um, I actually do not have them even drafting a player at number eight. I actually have them trading down. Oh! I have them trading down with the New England Patriots. Okay. I believe that the Patriots are going to end up trading up to pick number eight and taking Justin Fields.
0: Oh! Wow. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. I think the Patriots okay. look at and they
1: say that we still have Cam Newton. Makes sense, but we do need to get a franchise quarterback now. Could they very well circle the wagons and go back to maybe trying to get Jimmy Garoppolo from the Niners? Maybe, but maybe the Niners are just being really weird and choose not to necessarily you know, t- you know, know, move on from Jimmy Garoppolo, which I don't know why you would if you're drafting a quarterback at number three. But I think that when you look at it, Justin Fields, for some stupid reason that I don't understand, is consistently falling down. Hell, in several mock drafts, he's not even in the top 15. So I don't really know where this whole slander is coming from. Maybe it's because he's an Ohio state quarterback and usually Ohio state quarterbacks don't really pan out in the NFL, but to me, Justin Fields showed me a lot, especially in that game against Clemson last year where he played with several broken ribs. He continued to go out there and he balled out. He's a leader. I think he has a very strong arm. I think he's very accurate. And honestly, He's somebody that Bill Belichick can develop into a solid NFL quarterback with some mobility. I think that he looks at Justin Fields as a younger, better version of Cam Newton right now. Okay. Talking about Cam Newton, the player he is now, not when he was winning the MVP back in 2015. Right. So I think that the Panthers, who don't have a boatload of picks, I think that they'll want to back out of that of that of that top 10 and try to regroup a little bit and say, okay. If we really do want to get someone like a Caleb Farley, there's a pretty good chance he might be in the top 15, and we could be right there. So for that reason, I think that the Panthers are going to end up trading down with New England, and New England's going to end up taking uh, Justin Fields at number eight. That's very
0: interesting. That's that. That's that. And it's new. That's a hot take. I like it. And then you look at Denver. I like it.
1: And then you look at Denver. Yes, I agree with you, Jimmy, 100%. (laughs) Drew Locke sucks. Let me put it that way. Drew Lux. Yes. sucks. I don't think he's that good. I think that the Broncos took a flyer on him and said, oh, what the hell? Let's just try to go get a quarterback, and there we go. I think he was drafting like the third round too, so it wasn't yeah. even like he was a first-round pick. But I think that at this point, you know, with John Elway still being involved, and obviously he has struggled with that position more than any, which is very ironic, I think that they really do want to get a quarterback, and I do think it's going to be Trey Lance. Because with Trey Lance, here's the thing. He doesn't have a lot of film on him. Uh, He played in FCS. And the last time we saw a quarterback come out of an FCS FCS school like that, especially North Dakota State, was Carson Wentz. And, you know, Carson Wentz proved that he could play in the NFL, but obviously there's a lot of factors to where he is and why he's in the position that he's in right now. But I think Trey Lance is one of those guys that has a low ceiling, a low ceiling. Well, not sorry, not a low ceiling, a high, a very high ceiling. But he's not somebody that you're going to jump at right away, jump at right away. But here's the thing: I'm going to give you two different scenarios for this pick. Okay. One, the Broncos take Trey Lance, and that's what they do. Two, the Broncos decide that they want to give uh, Drew Lock one more chance. They trade down with the Washington football team.
0: The Washington
1: football team jumps in and selects Trey Lance at number nine because they don't have a franchise quarterback. I mean, look, can Heineke be that? Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. Mm. So I think that they look at – He's got one of
0: the smartest minds in football to mentor him, and that's Ryan Fitzpatrick, so –
1: Now they do have Fitzmagic, and Fitzmagic can win them seven or eight games, which could very well win this division because we know how terrible this division is. Yes, we know how (laughs) terrible it is. They can do it. And look, you could draft Trey Lance, and you don't have to play him right away. You don't, not at all. You could have him sit and be the third string quarterback behind Heineke, Mm. and really bring him along. Give him a year or two to figure it all out, and go from there. So I think that Washington – I'm actually leaning a little bit more towards Washington trades up and takes, um, you know, uh, Trey Lance. I am really off today. Trey Lance (laughs) at number nine. See, this is how much I don't know about the draft, and and I'm probably going to end up (laughs) saying a player that I already said.
0: You you and I I are in the same boat. Don't worry about it. But
1: I'm actually going to be leaning towards – so I'm going to change my prediction at number nine and say the Broncos are going to trade down. With Washington, uh, Washington's going to take Trey Lance at number nine. Okay. And this is great if you're the okay. if you're the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles. This is exactly what you're hoping for. Because mm-hmm. now you are guaranteed that you are going to get an impact player. Regardless of position, you are getting an impact player. So at number 10, at number 10, I do have the Cowboys taking a quarterback, Jimmy, but it's not going to be Chase Horn. It is not. It is going okay. to be Patrick Sertain, the second from Alabama. Oh, I think he's the best quarterback right. in this draft. And here's the thing. Alabama has produced tremendous defensive backs for many years. I mean, look at like Landon Collins. Obviously, Landon Collins is not the same player that he once was. But for several years, he was that dude. He was that dude. Xavier McKinney, who obviously only played a couple games for the Giants. He's still a very, very, very good defensive back. And then you have a guy like Patrick Sertain. And I think Surtain really is a lockdown corner. He could be your number one cornerback. And he could really, really play tremendous defense. And I think that the Cowboys look at it and say, yeah, we could get another impact player for Dak Prescott to really get this offense rolling. But our defense is so bad and needs so much help, particularly in the defensive back area, that unless there's a cornerback or two in the later rounds that we really like, I think we got to go corner here. And for that reason, I think I and I have them taking Patrick Sertain at number 10.
0: Well, not to mention Patrick Sertain also won defensive player of the year last year in the SEC, so you also have in that. The SEC,
1: but... In the SEC, which tells you a lot.
0: Exactly. You know how
1: good a lot of those teams in the SEC are.
0: Exactly. exactly. And he did
1: win a national championship. Yep. Just said He did. He did. And he locked down Ohio State's speedy wide receivers. So – Thanks. He can play. He can play. <laughs> he played for Nick Saban, who's a defensive guy.
0: Yes, but, that, you know that is true. That whether is you want true. to believe
1: it or not, I think that more. I think more or less, um, Nick Saban is is a defensive guy. But that's my opinion.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong about that. You're not wrong. But so now let's have some fun here, shall we? Uh, yeah, yeah. We're some gonna have fun here. Come on. Yeah, we're gonna give me have fun wild. here. So
1: give me something wild. Come on. Let's give me go to number really
0: eleven wild. with yes. Neil and I's team, the New York Football. Giant. Look, let me just say this right off the bat: there's still a lot of questions with this Giants team, especially at the quarterback position. We don't know if Daniel Jones is going to improve on last year. Was that many but,
1: questions? I don't think there's that many questions, but definitely quarterback is the biggest one. Yes, at this point, because but, now we have wide receivers. I think offensive line is still somewhat of a question, but I think yes. with guys like Shane Lemieux, um, Andrew Thomas, um Pert as well from from UConn, you know, yep. they're going through their second year. I think they're gelling a little bit more. And Look, that offensive line in of the second half of the year was tremendous. Mm. So I think that the, I think that it's going to be better. And also, we got um, Nate Solder back, which honestly, I'm okay with as long as we don't put him at the left tackle position. We just <laughs> do not do that. That's true. Put him at the left guard position. Actually, put him on the right side. Put him on the mm. right side. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine.
0: Right. But anyway, listen. I was going to bring him now that Daniel Jones actually has weapons. We'll see what he does. And if he doesn't improve, then you already know my feelings. He's out of there, and so is Dave Gettleman. But let's and everyone see knows my there.
1: feelings, and that, and my feelings haven't changed in two years. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean.
0: Exactly. But we, we have our feelings, but it is what it is. But anyway, though, with that being said, with the 11th pick in the 2021 NFL draft, in my opinion, the New York Giants are going to select Devontae Smith. And listen. Yes, sir. Here's yes why. Sir. Devontae Smith is a route runner. Hell it's yeah. very, very important that a wide receiver knows how to run routes. He Devontae Smith can do that. Not to say that the rest of the receivers can on the Giants, but that kid, whoo, if you watch him play, yeah. you know how tremendous of a route yeah. runner he is. If Daniel Jones has a weapon like that, next to Kenny Galladay, next to a Sterling Shepard, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) That Giants offense is not going to be anything to sneeze at. I love Devontae Smith going to the New York Giants with the 11th pick. Let's go to the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, where we have the Eagles, who got the 12th pick via Miami through the 49ers. Yep. I do have them taking Patrick Sertain. Ooh. I do have them p- taking Patrick 13 for the reasons I'd that piss off really a lot review. of
1: Eagles fans. But yeah, I, it makes I get it.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, well, I mean, it would for the reasons that you said for the Cowboys taking him. Look, defensive player of the year last year in the SEC. Who did, who did you say? I already, I already
1: blacked out. Who did you say Jamar Chase was going to?
0: I don't think I mentioned
1: Jamar Chase yet. No, oh, okay. I didn't actually. Then I don't believe you. Then I don't believe you because <laughs> if the Eagles decided with Jamar Chase there at twelve, at twelve that they don't take him, oh. Howie Roseman, once again, should be fired.
0: <laughs> You're right. You're right.
1: Because I mean, there is no way that Jamar Chase falls that far, but I could be wrong.
0: Well, hey, we'll wrong. See. look, if the Eagles don't take him, they're fools. But I don't have them taking him because, look, the Eagles need help everywhere. But I why? Get it. They need help <laughs> Everywhere. But <laughs> defensively, I think they just need the teeniest bit of help, and Patrick Sertain can provide them help. You mean teeniest? Right they need a lot of help. I, I said they need a lot of help, but defense. What
1: is Jalen Hurts going to
0: do? Who's Jalen Hurts going
1: to throw the ball to? <laughs> jo- well, Joe Flacco? Like, who's he oh, going to throw the ball to if he plays, oh gonna...
0: <laughs> But, look, it, in all <laughs> seriousness, it's not for, the re- funny. for the reasons that you mentioned here for Patrick Sartini, it's a lockdown corner. He can slide in right away to help out. Defensive player of the year last year in the SEC. I like Bro, the Eagles was. taking – Patrick Sertain the Bro, second. he would be NFL.
1: so mad y'all you know Patrick Surtain would be miffed if he ended up being a 12 and going to the Eagles he'd be like damn
0: I I know but that's my I know
1: opinion. these I know these college players would be like oh I'll play wherever and I'm and I'm like well here's the thing there's only a select players in, in NFL history that said like hell no like Eli Manning said hell no to San Diego uh mm-hmm. John Elway said hell no to Baltimore <laughs> I mean we've had guys that are just like nah I ain't going there because I already know it's not going to work out.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But Patrick 13, I have going at 12 to the Eagles. This is going to be another hot take here.
1: Oh, this is where it gets fun because now it's like you could say anybody and you may not be wrong.
0: Mm. Yeah, maybe. And this may be a little bit crazy. Call me crazy for this. But with the 13th pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Los Angeles Chargers are going to select – jamar chase i have jamar chase oh if jamar chase is there at 13 the you know los the angeles chargers with ch- <laughs> justin herbert yes bro that's not even funny that, that's exactly that's why I, that's exactly why i have him going 13 because justin herbert Woo! proved last year as a herbert. rookie that kid is going to be an absolute stud for years to come but what was the problem He was on a piss poor team. He barely had any protection and he barely had any weapons. If the Chargers can get a guy like Jamar Chase, who is explosive with his speed, Justin Herbert is going to have a lot more help. So he needs it. He needs receiver help, especially. I love them getting Jamar Chase at 13 going to LA. Neil? Well, I already had
1: Jamar Chase gone. So I I think I'm more in the realm of not completely out there, but (laughs) no, it's right. So we'll go to 11 with the giants and look, we've heard so many things. We've heard like, Oh, David Gettleman might actually trade down. Knowing Gettleman, he's not going to do that. He's just not going to, unless he gets a deal where it's like he gets two first round picks and maybe three others, right. Just gets a boatload of picks, which honestly I'd give him a lot of credit for. Right. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. And plus, when you look at the impact players, like at this moment, at number 11, you have two wide receivers that are big time. You have Jalen Waddle still in my mock draft. You still have Jalen Waddle, And you still have Devontae Smith. Now, you also have, you know, offensive linemen. Well, we already know that Penny Sewell and Rashawn Slater are gone. right? So the next, I guess, logical offensive lineman would be um, – uh, what's his name? Vela Tucker, uh, yes. the, the guy out of USC. I don't think, considering if you look at value, I don't think he's in that range. Now you also have defensive players. Uh, you have Pay from Michigan. You have Gregory Rousseau from uh, Miami. I mean, you have you have guys out there that can do. You have Mika Parsons. Mm. You have Mika Parsons, who very well could be an amazing linebacker. An amazing linebacker. But here's the thing oh, David Gettleman's whole tenure as the general manager of the New York Giants is based off of one man and one man only. And that is Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. If Daniel Jones does not work out, David Gettleman is gone. Oh,
0: yeah. Period. No, he is. He
1: Period. Is. Joe Judge is gonna be here for a while. He's proven that.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But David Gettleman is still on a very short leash, and we all know this. Yep. And Don't tell me that the Mayors aren't thinking the same thing. You're right. So you would think that David Gettleman would do everything possible to put Daniel Jones in the best possible position to have success. For that reason, not reason only. the Giants at number 11 select the 2020 Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith out of Alabama.
0: All right. All right.
1: Everybody likes to say that Devontae Smith is small as hell. And I mean it to an extent, he is. But here's the other thing. He's a two-time national champion, a two-time SEC champion, won the Heisman Trophy last year, won the Maxwell Award last year, won the Bolidnikoff Award last year, won the Walter Camp Award last year, the AP Player of the Year Award last year, he won the Paul Horning Award last year, and he has the SEC Career Receiving Yards record. But he's too small, right? That's Mm -hmm. what you're worried about? I do not care. I do not care. He's got speed. He's got hands. He can run routes very well. And if you give Jason Garrett the weapons that we have now with Kenny Galladay, John Ross, who has speed to burn, Mm. Kyle Rudolph, Evan Ingram, Uh. you have Sterling Shepard, and then you add Devontae Smith, the Giants go from having one of the worst receiving cores like two years ago or a year ago, to having arguably one of the most intriguing, if not one of the top five receiving cores in the league, considering what we can do. And you know, David Gettleman wants to do things that are really going to hype up this fan base. He's already done a lot that's really gotten people to be happy, but it's still David Gettleman. And we all know that there's a very good possibility, as Jimmy is so bored of hearing me talk about this, you could tell by him yawning there, um, that David Gettleman could do something completely out of out of character, well, not out of character, just out there. He drafted Daniel Jones at
0: six. Just do something to make us all mad.
1: When nobody thought that Daniel Jones was going to be drafted at six. He drafted Andrew Thomas when we had other offensive linemen available. Other. But I think that David Gettleman is going to be way too tempted at 11 to not take Devontae Smith because, look, the Eagles are right behind you. And you don't want to decide to take someone else other than Devontae Smith or even Jalen yep. and then have to deal with Jalen Waddell or Devontae Smith, you know, you having to guard them, you know, twice a year. I mean, you're going to probably have to either way, but still. But for that reason, Devontae Smith at 11. And you can see a there lot of go. Giants pages, a lot of mock drafts. It's starting to lean to that point. Because Joe Judge, not surprisingly, loves this kid. Loves him. And nobody cares what David Gettleman likes or not. Joe Judge gets the last say. He's yep. proven that. Gets the last say. If he wants Devontae Smith, that is who they're getting. That is who they're getting. If he wants Jalen Wall, that's who he's going to get. Yep. Whoever they get. If it's a good pick, if we all think it's a good pick, it's Joe Judge's responsibility. If it's a yep. bad pick, definitely David Gettleman. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but moving to 12, if the Eagles don't get Devontae Smith, they get Jalen okay, because okay. they need a number one wide receiver. Greg Ward is not that they don't have a top wide receiver and now, and everybody said, Oh, well maybe they'll draft the quarterback. No, they won't. No, they won't because they'd be stupid to draft another quarterback. When you have Jalen Hurts, who yep. I think can actually play in the NFL if you give him the chance to succeed. Thank I really you. do think that. Thank you. So for that reason, the Eagles, Howie Roseman, is going to finally decide, you know what, I'm just going to take the best player on the board. And at this point, the best player on the board is a number one wide receiver in Jalen Waddle, and they will be happy to do so. So Devontae Smith at 11, Jalen Waddle at 12. All 13. Right. Let's have some fun here, shall we? Let's have oh some boy. fun here. Because this could be, I could be, ro- I could be right, I could be wrong, I could throw anything I feel like. <laughs> we already said Rashawn Slater is going... I blanked out seven, right? Seven to to Detroit. Yeah, to
0: Detroit.
1: Seven, which is obviously frustrating because the Chargers said, damn, that was our guy. So they go, okay, well, what do we got to do? Well, let's look at someone else. I think, I think that they are going to end up taking Christian Dorisaw, the offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. Okay. I think if they look and they say, look, we have weapons, we have weapons. Um, for Justin Herbert. And again, Rashad Bateman people from Minnesota and more from Purdue are going to be there in a the second round. You could very well get a wide receiver then and be happy with it. But you have an offensive lineman? You add him to help Justin Herbert, you're good. Mm-hmm. Honestly, with the Chargers, they could go a lot of ways as well. And I think honestly, it doesn't matter who they take unless they take someone completely off the radar that none of us have. Um, which I don't think is going to happen. I think that they're going to end up taking Christian Darsaw, the offensive tackle out of Virginia tech. So okay. my boy Garrett is going to be happy with VT guys getting drafted early in the first round. <laughs> and he'll tell us all we need to know about these guys too. Right. He probably knows them relatively well. So 13 got Christian Darsaw out of VT going to the chargers.
0: I like your thinking. I like it, but Here's the thing, though. I actually have Christian Derrissaw going to Minnesota at 14.
1: Which is also possible.
0: Yes, it is. Very possible. Minnesota needs help on the offensive line. I know they need help on defense, too, and they need help with the pass rusher as well, but they can worry about pass rusher later in the draft. Right now, their main priority should be (laughs) out the offensive tackle, and Christian Derrissaw is a top three offensive tackle in this draft. Okay? So, if you don't He's take him, if beast, you don't dude. take him, yes, ma- management should be questioned wholeheartedly. Somebody should be on the hot seat if they don't take Christian Derrissaw. I have him going to 14 to Minnesota. 15, this is no surprise to me at least. New England Patriots, I have them taking Justin Fields, quarterback out of Ohio State. Do you think I he actually, falls that far? I do have him in the top 15. I don't have him falling that's, out of the top 15. That's like mad
1: disrespectful. What? Well, <laughs> Look, I'm he's not being mad disres- disrespectful. No, talk- Justin Fields is so much better than than Justin Wilson. What the hell is his name? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. <laughs> Bro, he's so much Zach better. Wilson. He's so much better. It's a joke.
0: I mean, I do I, I do oh, I agree with that, but in my personal opinion, he is still a top 15 pick. I don't think he's falling out of the top 15, like some people are saying, which is a lot more disrespectful, in my opinion.
1: Or some but- people are like, he probably gonna finish. And it's like, yo, if I'm like I don't know if I'm like the Broncos who trade down you get Justin Fields and more draft picks. You no. just won the first round.
0: Exactly. Good on you. Exactly. Do it. But we talked about Justin Fields before. No other explanation is needed. I have him going to the Patriots at 15. The Cardinals. Cardinals. They need help. In my opinion, yeah. at the cornerback position corner corner corner.
1: Corner, okay. I, I, gonna, I, th- I thought you Newsom. said quarterback for a second. I was no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. Kyler Murray is yes. Fine. They need help at the Yes, they do
1: need help at the backup quarterback position. I agree.
0: Yes, but Kyler Murray is fine in my opinion. He'll be fine. yes, but He's more than fine. That enough. being said, I have the Cardinals taking Greg Newsom the second it. out of love Northwestern.
1: It. Absolutely, yes he,
0: he is six foot one. Okay. His speed, he went a 4.38 in the 40-yard dash. And he has the ability to be their number one corner of the future. That is how highly touted this kid is. He is, he is <laughs> one of the best
1: corners in this draft. You're reading Josh Winefuss's report, aren't you?
0: No, I am not. These are my own notes. Are. I swear to you, these okay. are my own notes. Okay. But Cardinals... Listen to me. He copied off of Winefuss's report. Listen to me, Arizona. If you do not take this kid, I will be judging you wholeheartedly. Take Greg Newsom the second. What was that? You need help at the corner position. Not to say it's trash, but it needs a little bit of help. We're
1: trash.
0: Take. They did get JJ Watt to second. help out the defense as well. I just want to point that out. That is true. Oh. That is true. So yeah. Let me let me finish up here. Before I get to you, with your Las Vegas Raiders at 17. Now, you might like this. You may like this.
1: Please say Micah Parsons.
0: It is Micah Parsons. Yes. It is Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Listen, I don't think I need to Bro. say anymore about the, I don't think Lose I need to say it. anymore about this kid. He is, a, tr- he is a tremendous linebacker. I don't think any other explanation is needed. If you watched Micah Parsons play last season, you know how tremendous he is. And plus, Penn State, guys, look. I don't, I don't watch too much Penn State football. I don't, but I did watch Micah Parsons. He is the one guy that stuck out to me. Well, he did sit out last year, State. so,
1: I mean, you, you haven't seen him since 2019.
0: Yeah, Exactly. He's pointing so, that out, too. Exactly. So, look, there are some questions about that, but you know what? I don't care. He's a tremendous linebacker, so the Raiders are taking him at 17. Neil?
1: Cool. All right, 14, right? Is that where I'm at? I'm at 14? Yes. 14. All right, cool. So at 14 14 and this is like you know it's, it's interesting man like the the, the Vikings can, again they could go like a bunch of different ways honestly On, like it's funny because it feels like this year more than any a lot of teams could just do anything because they just like they just do whatever they so please but at 18 not 18. Jesus Christ 14 14.
0: not not there yet not there yet not there yet
1: but you are but I'm not. <laughs> I have them taking. And I'm really, I really hope I say this right. Aziz Ojulari, the uh, the outside linebacker at out Georgia. You got it right. You got it right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Jeez, yeah, your microphone today. Holy moly! <laughs> Just <laughs> screaming into it today. But anyway, I have I end up taking him because look, as much as they do need help on the offensive line to protect Kirk Cousins, who I still can't believe they gave him the money that they gave him. Mm. Um, I think that they do need help on the defensive side. I really do. And I think getting an impact, you know, linebacker like that makes sense. So I, I have them taking him at fourteen. At okay. fifteen, this is where Carolina would be because if you remember, I said they traded down. Yes. With the Patriots. Yes. And got to fifteen. Mm-hmm. So fifteen, number fifteen, I have the Carolina Panthers selecting Greg Newsom the second.
0: Okay. I think All that right. they look at okay.
1: it and they say, "Hmm, you know, is it Caleb Farley?" Is it Greg Newsom, and they might still be like, yeah, that injury to Farley is still kind of. Uh, and Greg Newsom is a tremendous cornerback. Mm. I don't know. He played in the Big Ten, obviously one of the top corners in the you know in the NFL draft this year, and I think that that's where Carolina goes. I think they want to obviously you know try to make their defense better. They already have enough weapons on the offensive side, and they got to go from there. So I think they got to build from the defense, and that's where I have at sixteen Arizona. They do take a corner. They take Caleb Farley at 16, which okay. honestly okay. considering where Farley should have been, but where he's actually going to end up, that's massive value from the Cardinals perspective. And you're right. They do need help in the cornerback position. They do need help on the defensive side. And so I think that that's what they're going to end up doing. They're going to go that route and they're going to end up taking Caleb Farley at 16, which would be a, a chef's kiss pick with the <laughs> value that you could get. It'd be great. It'd be great. So now 17. They're 80. Um, you know, we'll again, split, the baby. Raiders, the Raiders need help on defense. They do. And people are saying, oh, well, they could trade up the draft a quarterback. No.
0: Mm, no. 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 No.
1: Because they have Mariota if things don't work out with Carl. Right. Okay. So relax.
0: And, and I think Mariota can still play in this league.
1: He just he proved it last year with the Raiders. Exactly. So yes, he can play. Exactly. And that's why I was saying, like, all oh, the Giants should go and get him to back up Daniel Jones, because if it doesn't right. work out, okay, you got Mariota who can do the same thing. But anyway, it's not, we got, we got the long neck Mike Glennon is instead, <laughs> whatever. Oh, anyway, goodness. at 17, I'm with you, Jimmy. I like you. Thank you. There you go. Micah Parsons at 17. And that is such a, that is such a John Gruden pick That's such a Gruden grinder pick right there. Like he loves these type of physical leadership, like uh, like defensive players, and they drastically need help in that in in that linebacker room. They do have Kwiatkowski, but he can be injury prone. They do they did bring in Corey Littleton, but Littleton has been a disappointment to say the least. And they did improve the the offense, the defensive line. I mean, shoot, they got Yannick Ngakwe. Mm. They got Solomon Thomas. They still have Max Crosby. Yep. They should have gone after Jadavian Clowney for a year.
0: Thank you. Now it's sick. But now he's with the Browns.
1: They do. Yes, he did. Yes, which is not a surprise. That was coming True. But I do think that the Raiders want to go linebacker, and they love, and they're they're ecstatic that Parsons is there at seventeen, and they take Micah Parsons at seventeen. So that's what I have.
0: You and I, you and I, think alike there. All right, so yeah,
1: and you know Al Davis is like going nuts. He's <laughs> grave. He's like, yes. yes,
0: yes, he is. So let's speed through these next few picks here, real quick. Yeah, so now, we're, now we're now
1: we're now really taking forever to get through.
0: We're at 18. Yeah, exactly.
1: We've been going on for about an hour now. We're only yeah. eight.
0: <laughs> so let's speed through these here real quick. At 18. 18. I have the Miami Dolphins taking Aziz Ojolari, the outside linebacker out of Georgia. They need a true edge rusher. I think that guy will do the job. In Miami at 19, I really hope I am saying this name correctly again. I apologize in advance.
1: I think I know where you're gonna go. I think I think you're gonna take the linebacker from Notre Dame, aren't you?
0: Indeed, I am for Washington, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. Koromoa, sorry if I'm saying you
1: might have actually hit that right on the right on the head.
0: I hope to God I did. I hope I did, <laughs> but I have him going to Washington <laughs> at 19 at 20 to the Bears, da Kevin Bears. Jenkins. From Oklahoma offensive State t- is going to the Bears at twenty. Tevin Jenkins, the offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State, the Colts at twenty-one. All right, Devin,
1: pay attention here. This is important. I hope,
0: hope I am saying this right. And if I don't, you can crucify me all you want. The defensive end out of Michigan, Quitty Paye. I hope I'm Pae. saying that. What Pae. is it? Pae. I think Thank it's Peg. Sorry, Quitty Pae. You got I'm the first.
1: I I'm shocked. You got the first name right.
0: Yeah, did <laughs> the first name right? Sorry, my bad. Okay, oh, I have going twenty-one, the defensive end out of Michigan, going to the Colts. The Titans. I have Elijah Moore, the wide receiver out of Ole Miss, going to the Titans at twenty-two. The Jets from the they got the twenty-third pick from uh, the Seattle Seahawks.
1: They try at the end
0: Elijah be... Vera Tucker, the guard out of USC. Oh, they do
1: take Tucker. Oh, you know that would
0: I have I have them taking Tucker.
1: I like that. I like it. At I, I like that. It's big.
0: Twenty-four to Pittsburgh. Najee Harris. Najee Harris. Pittsburgh needs help on the running game. They lost nice. James Conner. No, the well, running like game was Conner. non-existent. No, for no damn reason. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah James Conner because they're idiots. Exactly. I don't they're know
1: why crazy. Juju went back there. That doesn't make any well, sense. Look,
0: I get it. Pittsburgh's running game was non-existent last year, but is that really all on that? James Conner? No, it's not all That's his fault. I'm sorry. But now that they got rid of him, Najee Harris is going to be right there. Najee. I think Pittsburgh takes advantage. They Love need it. a guy like him. He is a dynamic cool. running back. They take him at 24. The Jacksonville Jaguars at 25 are going to take Christian Barmore, the defensive oh, tackle from Alabama. Sorry. You to disappoint to you me. there. I'm sorry you disappoint to disappoint you there. The Cleveland Browns at 26 are going to take Jalen Phillips, the defensive end from Miami. The Ravens. Again, tell me they go wide receiver. Tell me they go wide receiver. Wrong. I Dude. have them I have them going safety position, and I hope I'm saying this last name correct. Trevon Morig, the safety out of TCU. The Saints are taking Jamin Davis, the linebacker out of Kentucky. The Packers are going to take Rashad Bateman the wide receiver out of Minnesota. They're going to get another weapon weapon for Aaron Rodgers. The Buffalo Bills at 30 are taking Gregory Rousseau, the defensive end out of Miami. The Baltimore Ravens, who they got from the Kansas City Chiefs, are taking Terrace Marshall Jr., wide receiver from LSU. And finally, at 32, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are taking Joe Tryon, the outside linebacker from Washington. And that is my first round. Mock draft,
1: deal. So now I gotta, I gotta go back up. My list.
0: (laughs) What am I at? Take your time. Take your time. I'm at
1: eighteen. You're at eighteen. You were eighteen. Yes. Right. And I had, no. Who did I I have? Someone trading down? Yeah, I did. Right. I think so. Yes. Well, I'm blacking out here. I think. uh, No, 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 no. That's nineteen. It's nineteen because because I have the yes Washington trading up. Anyway, so Miami at eighteen. This is interesting, because. Again, I had them taking um, – help me out here. I think I had – did I have some Sewell or did I have – I can't believe I can't remember these things. No, I believe um, – No, I had Sewell. I think I, I, think I was right.
0: Yes, yes. It was
1: Sewell because I have Jamar Chase going five to Cincinnati. Yes,
0: yes, yes. So did, Sewell going there.
1: So at this point, the Dolphins are like, okay, well, what do we do? Do we continue on offense? Do we go like wide receiver or anything like that? Um, I think – Honestly, they go running back. Okay. I think they go running back. Okay. Travis Etienne Oh. Out of Clemson, wow. Eighteen I'm going with the first with round? Dolphins. Okay. Yes, I like now, that. Could they also get to his to his uh, old teammate Najee Harris? They could. Yeah. Very well. Could I think Etienne is better? I think he's really good, particularly as a receiving back, and I think adding him with that talent to having Tua, you know, being able to dump it off, do a lot of dump-offs if they need to, get Etienne out of space, I think he could do some damage. I really do. I really do. I
0: really, I really so 18, that's where I got pick.
1: Wow. So that's where I go. Now, 19, which was originally Washington. Yes. But now we go to Denver. Here's the thing about Denver. Again, they now have a, a couple more picks probably because it's not just going to be 19 for 9 and that's and that's that. No, it's got to be more from a value standpoint. It's got to be more. Um, I think Denver doesn't take a wide receiver here. Um, they don't take a quarterback either, because I think that they probably are going to take a quarterback in a second or third round. Probably. It's probably going to be Kyle Trask or somebody like that. Mm. It could very well be Ian Book from Notre Dame. I don't know. We're yeah. doing that. We're not going through the whole seven rounds here, guys, so I'm sorry. We're not doing that. But at at 19, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa goes to Denver. I think they want to help out their defense. Look, Von Miller's getting up there in age. He's not the same player that he once was. They need some help in the linebacker room. That's where I think they go. And he's a good player, good value. He was was obviously the best, in my opinion, was the best defensive player for Notre Dame last year. And that's what I have. Right. So, there you go. 20, Chicago. I'm with you. Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State. They need help on the Beautiful. offensive line to protect Andy Dalton. Got to go that way. Makes Beautiful. sense. I'm with it. I'm with it. 21. Again, I'm with you. Kawiti Pay, defensive end out of Michigan. I like that. Like it a lot. Beautiful. Like it a lot. I really do. I really do. Now, 22. 22, Tennessee. Tennessee. Ah, uh, this is tough. Cause they got Corey Davis. Cause they 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 let Corey Davis go. Mm. Which is kind of a surprise, but they didn't have the money, I guess. I think that was had that be the case. Yeah. Do they go wide out here? Do they go wide out? And you got some options. You got Elijah Moore. You got I think I I think I still have Bateman on the board. Do I still have Bateman on the board? What did I ever say Bateman? No, I think I I think I still have you, Bateman you on the board. You still
0: have him on your board, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. So I would agree with you with Elijah Moore, but I'm not going to. Okay. Rashad Bateman, 22. All right. Okay. It's good value. Again, this is a guy that could fall to the second round depending on how things go. They could, you know, we don't know. Um, Elijah Moore, again, Elijah Moore did a lot um, as well. And you got Rondell Moore as well, guy from Purdue, Mm. Uh, that could be good value in that second round as well. But Tennessee, Let's go with Elijah Moore. Not Elijah Moore. Let's go with um, Rashad Bateman okay. at 22. 23, Najee Harris to the Ooh. Jets. I I'm
0: think that
1: that's you want to talk about. Ex- you want to talk huh. about getting your offense to become explosive. I get it. Like offensive line, you got it. You got to work on it. I get that. But with Najee Harris there, coming out of the backfield to help out Zach Wilson with the amount of speed that both of those guys can have and and the amount of quickness that they can bring. I like it. It's a late pick. They got it from Seattle, use it on an impact player, continue to to make impacts on this offense with the weapons and everything like that. I think you should, I really, really do. And so I'm, I'm going to go there now at 24, at 24, I kind of, I basically just flipped the picks that you said. I think that the, Steelers end up taking Elijah Barrett Tucker. I oh, think okay. that they're going to okay. want Here's the thing. I don't think that the Steelers care that much about their running game being completely ridiculous terrible. I think that they want Big Ben to continue to be, you know, Big Ben and throw the football and do all that and they're going to end up taking a a offensive lineman to help protect Big Ben and give him an opportunity to throw the ball down the field, you know, with the likes of Washington and Juju Smith-Schuster and everything like that. So I flip the picks. Najee goes 23 to the Jets, and Barrett Tucker goes 24 to Pittsburgh. 25. 25. Christian Barmore, do I take him? Jimmy, do I take him? Do you think I should take him? Do you think
0: I should do that? Uh, If I were you, I think you should. You'd be wrong. (laughs) wrong. (laughs) That's what I thought. That's what I thought.
1: Right. Good answer. That was a good answer. Ron Dell freaking Moore. Oh, at 25. Okay. Because what he did in his pro day, juked up his draft stock. And also the Jaguars do need some help on the, on the receiving core. And I think that this is a good opportunity to do so. You do have a lot of picks. Don't get me wrong. You have a lot of picks to go out and do whatever the hell you want. But I like, I really like Rondell Moore. I really do. I really do. I think he's going to be awesome in the NFL. And I think getting a top weapon for you know, Trevor Lawrence is good. It's good. Could they get a defensive player? Of course. Of course. And would if they get Barmore, would that be a surprise? No. Wouldn't be surprised at all. But I like, I, I really like Rondell Moore at 25 to Jacksonville. All right. I, re- I really, I really do. Now, because of that, because of that, Christian Barmore goes 26 to Cleveland, ladies and gentlemen, because what I like about it is that they do need some help. In a defensive tackle, they got their they got their end set up. They do got Miles Garrett on one side, you got Jadevian Clowney on the other, but you need some help on the interior, and mm. that's where he comes in. That's where Barmore comes in. So, at 26, give me Barmore going to Cleveland. Okay, 27. 27. I'm with you, you know, Trayvon Morick, the safety out of TCU. I think that's where the Ravens end up going as much as they could go. Um, wide receiver again, second round. I know I keep saying it over and over again, later rounds, they could probably get a wide receiver or two. That could, that could be really good value. So right. Ravens fans relax. Let's not forget. And you do also have another first round pick in the first, you have it in in this, in this round. So exactly. You don't have to necessarily go the way people are saying now, 28, 28, Jalen Phillips goes Mm. to the saints. They need help on that defensive, that defensive line. They need it. They need it and they need to, they need to get some young guys in there. They have a, they don't have a lot of cap space, but they, you know, they need to do something there. And I think that's where they end up going. Okay. That's, where, that's where I think of. the Packers. Now you said Rashad Bateman. Did you not I believe you said Rashad Bateman at 29?
0: Rashad Bateman. Yes.
1: Rashad Bateman. Dude, the Packers have not tried to help out Aaron Rodgers, And this, this, this year doesn't make me believe that either, okay. but I still think that they do end up getting a good player they end up taking i'm going to say his name wrong jamin davis the linebacker out of kentucky okay i think that that's who they end up taking in that in that in that pack i think they want to help out the defense a little bit they want to go from there and, and that's what they're going to end up doing so to have 29 30 30 gregory rosseau goes to buffalo hmm. and i like this because again their defense really really improved last year. And then you get a defensive ed defensive end player, a guy who could be a tremendous head rush talent. I like it. Buffalo's going to be Buffalo's going to be lit to do that. Now, Baltimore again, 31 it was originally the Chiefs, but you know they traded um, a couple of first round picks to get Orlando Brown. Right. So 31 there is one wide receiver that is still in that realm that you say, hmm, he's still there. Do we take him? Do we not? Elijah Moore in my, in my mock draft, he's still there. And that's why I have the Ravens taking at 31. I think that they end okay. up taking a wide receiver. I think that they really need to come out of the first round with a wide receiver with one of the two picks that they have and they can, they could certainly wait till the end of the first round to do it. And they could still get a good wide receiver. Elijah Moore did some really good things at Old Miss. So I think that they need to do that. They do need to get some help for Lamar Jackson. They really do. Because if you want to really develop him into more of a passing quarterback, you got to do it. You got to do it that way.
0: He, he, he needs a lot, a lot of protection. You're right.
1: He does. He does, without a doubt. Now, at 32, again, I'm with you. Joe Ty... Joe Tryon, the outside linebacker from Washington. Beautiful. You know, again, the rich get richer. That defense, <laughs> that linebacker core is already pretty damn impressive. And then you bring in Joe T- Tryon. Mm. Makes it makes it makes it good. And the bucks, mm. you know, or they could trade up. Don't really care.
0: Don't yeah. really care.
1: I know they just re-signed Antonio Brown today. Yes. So I mean, from the offensive standpoint, they really honestly don't need to do anything.
0: Could well, they? well, now they have all 22 of their starters back.
1: The rich get richer.
0: Exactly, I'm gonna say.
1: Exactly. But yeah, I think that they'll end up take. I think they'll end up taking Joe Tryon, uh, the outside linebacker from Washington, and that is my first round mock draft.
0: Beautiful. Now that we got that out of the way, real quick here to wrap things up, let's talk about the team or teams that we think are under the most pressure going into this draft. And to me, there's one team yes. that comes to my mind in particular, and that would happen to be the Chicago bears. And he was, hmm. look, I'm not calling any Dalton the scrub. I think yes, any Dalton can play, but is now, that I'm really, kind of is that really going to be your long-term answer? We all know, we all good, good and hell. Well, no, that is not going to be the answer for the long-term. So if I'm Matt Nagy and ownership, oh, oh, i hey, who, who's uh, who's the owner of the manager of the bears? The McCaskies. <laughs> well, look, yep. both of those guys are under a lot of pressure. And if they don't do the something in this, idea. if they don't do anything in this draft, both of them are gone. Both of them are gone. Especially Matt Nagy. Look, Matt <laughs> Nagy should have been gone last year. <laughs> Thank you. They made the playoffs. I, I, I think Matt Nagy PS. has no business being a coach for the bears let alone being a head coach but that's beside the point look he's better than Adam Gase don't get me wrong but even still Matt Nagy I don't think should deserve to be a head coach for the Bears anymore and if he does not do something in this draft the Bears are in trouble and Matt Nagy Matt Nagy is coaching for his job this year there's no question about it he's coaching for his job and look Of course, they don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. Nobody does. Mitchell Trubisky's not that good of a quarterback. I'm sorry. So he's not there anymore, so. Look, it, well, yeah, exactly. Andy Dalton is slightly better than him, but again, he's not your long-term answer. I'm sorry. So, look, if you really want to impress people in this draft, maybe consider trading up and getting the quarterback. Maybe, maybe just maybe, just maybe, just maybe try to prove something. Because I mean, else. next
1: year's next year's QB class is nothing to write home about. So I mean, it's not like exactly. It's not like you're just so waiting. This for... could be their
0: chance. This could yeah. be their chance to prove something here. I'm with you. What sense. big name quarterback are there on next year's draft? None off the top of my head that I can think of. So that's the bottom line with me. The Bears are under the most pressure. If they don't do something here, Matt Nagy, I'm sorry, you're out of there.
1: I have three teams. Okay. I have three teams to watch two who are under a lot of pressure. Okay. The Jaguars, the jets and the giants. And here's why
0: the giants. Okay.
1: The Jaguars, because look, you have two first round picks. Obviously you're going to take Trevor Lawrence at number one. Right. But you've got to figure out what you want to do after that. Do you go offense? Do you continue to build around Trevor Lawrence or do you go defense and urban Meyer first time in the NFL? He's got to he's got to make a statement, and he can't be stubborn with that offense because that offense, that offensive scheme that he's had, guess what? It hasn't worked in the NFL because a lot of quarterbacks have come from from where he is, except maybe if you want to throw Alex Smith in. T- and, time out
0: for one thing. I don't mean to cut you off, but Ryan Pace is who I was thinking of for the Bears. So I I apologize. Right. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are under a lot of pressure. So no, I Ryan to, Pace is I, I, I Ryan just, Pace I is gonna be gone
1: NFL if they don't I'm do sorry. something. Yeah.
0: But anyway, yeah, you're right. Continue. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, you're right. You're right. Cause the McCaskies own the team. They can't
0: just be fired. Yes. From no, being no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Exactly.
1: Um, But yeah, I, I think that Urban Meyer in his first year as the head coach, you know, they got to They got to hit on these guys. They got to really get it going. And, and you know, Urban Meyer has got to adapt to what the NFL game is and being an NFL coach. And he's got to go from there. So there's a lot of pressure there. Mm. It's not necessarily the first overall pick. It's what they do with right. that second first-round pick that they have. The Not Jets. Mm. The Jets. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> look, I stand by what I stand by. I think the Jets made the mistake to, to trade away um, Sam Darnold. I, I think should agree. If they were going to trade him, I think they should have kept him until the draft and tried to make a deal where maybe they could trade him and get maybe also a first-round pick and, you know, whatever the case may be. I think also you should have given Sam Donald an opportunity to do something with a new coach, the talent, and everything. I get it also that next year's QB class is nothing is not great and everything like that. Or here's another crazy idea. You could have drafted Zach Wilson at number two and still kept Donald and let them battle it out. Because mm. here's the thing. Let's say Sam Donald beats out Zach Wilson. You can trade Zach Wilson to somebody to get a boatload of picks and you're still good you or go. an impact player. Because I think Sam Donald still got it going. And I think now the, the Panthers no longer are obviously thinking uh, quarterback and maybe, you know, with Kyle Pitts going to Atlanta and Jamar Chase being gone, they they may decide that, okay, we'll we'll do something else and we'll go from there. And they may do that or they, you know, we'll see. We'll say, but I, I think that the jets are under a lot of pressure with a new coach. They still are owned by the Johnsons. Unfortunately um, mm. you got a new quarterback. Dude, you almost went 0-16 last year. You you better, you better do a lot this year. Zach Wilson better prove yep. that he's the guy. Oh, he yeah. better prove that he's a leader. It yep. makes me concerned that he was never
0: a captain. Yeah, in I, college. I, was, I was just going to bring that up because if Zach Wilson turns out to not be the guy, We're back to square one all over again with this team. Yeah. So, I mean, they're already. You you, you better do something here.
1: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. They do have to do something. They have to get it going. They have to get it going one way or the other. Right. Now, the Giants. People might think that's a little bit surprising. Jimmy, I know you find it a little bit surprising. But again, David Gettleman is on his last licks here. No, you're
0: right about that. There is
1: no, he can't screw this up. He, if he goes into it with the 11th overall pick and Devontae Smith and Jalen Water are, are there, and he goes like Vera Tucker or Gregory Russo or even Jalen Phillips, mm. I, I mean, I get you want to help your defense, but with an impact player like one of those guys to help out, the only guy that's the reason that you still have a job at this point, I think you gotta you gotta give Daniel Jones every single possibility under the sun to turn this around that's what you have yep. to do and you have the chance to draft it when a lot of us thought there was no way the Giants could ever even imagine getting someone like Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith but now we have so many teams trying to draft the quarterback in the first round it guarantees the Giants are going to get an impact player the question is what do the Giants do with that pick and David Gellman doesn't have a lot of picks either mm. he better be hitting on some guys because they got a they, their defense still needs to still needs to improve, and it will. I think it will. They need to get up. Do they need to go after an offensive lineman? Yeah, but they could do that in the, in the in the later rounds. They could totally do that. Right. And we still have the rest of free agency as well. I mean, the Giants were talking with you know one of the McCourty brothers, Jason McCourty. They were just talking to him like what two weeks ago. There's yes. a possibility they may come back and offer him a deal, and he may come here, which would be great. It all depends on what the Giants do in the draft, but David Gettleman, you got to hit on that first round pick. You got to, you have to, because not every first round pick you've made has has you know done what they needed to do. Andrew yep. Thomas, the book is still on him. Same thing with Xavier McKinney. We got to give him some time. Right. But right. Daniel Jones, I mean, are the you know, and, and look, Saquon is Saquon, but. You know, can he stay healthy? I hope so. Mm. I hope so. If not, he may leave. And and what did you do? You just wasted uh, a once in a generation talent at running back because you just made poor pick after poor pick. So Gettman's under a lot of pressure, not just from the draft, but what he does the rest of this year, and then how the team performs. Because if Daniel Jones continues to suck, not only is he gone. But David Gettleman is gone too. Yep. And that's just what it is. They have to improve. They have to win at least eight, nine games. They have to. And Daniel Jones has to do it. Because otherwise, you're you're just you're putting yourself in a position where you can't win.
0: No arguments from me there. You, you're absolutely right. I I said I mentioned before, I'll say it again. You know, you're right. David Gettelman is on the hot seat. That this is pretty much his last chance. If he don't do something, he's out. I mean, I've, I've wanted him out for a long time. Neil, I know you've wanted him out too. I don't think he should have been hired in the first place, but with that being said, now that he is here, this is it for him. What's he going to do with the 11th pick. And after that, what's going to do, he's got to hit a home run with these draft picks. Same with Joe Douglas, same with Joe Douglas, but more so Dave Gettleman because we all know he's uh, been uh, incompetent to say the least. And on that note, That'll wrap it up for this episode of the Bottom Line Podcast. What are your thoughts on the NFL draft? And let us know who you have going in the first round and who's under the most pressure. Let us know on Twitter and Instagram at Bottom Line, WMCX and on Twitter at the MVP Show, Instagram at qb 11 Use the hashtag BottomLine. And as always, if you like what you're seeing on YouTube, please drop a like and a comment down below. It helps out tremendously. And please make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss an episode. Subscribe on all audio listening platforms. Just include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. This draft is going to be a ton of fun. Neil and I cannot wait. Let us know who you have taking in the first round of the draft, and let us know your excitement as well. It's tomorrow, the 29th of April, and it's going to be a fun, fun time. (laughs) For New Piano. I'm Jimmy Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. Peace out.